0: Financial literacy and the human condition. Welcome to Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Doctor Francis Ram. Welcome back to Financial Fitness. I'm Jess Tyler, along with the Money Doctor, Doctor Francis Ram. Hello. Hello, Jess. We were talking about millennials and trying to buy a house and just how overwhelming it is and. This I saw this week in my news feed. There was a video from a mom, actually, a TikTok, saying that she is tired of feeling helpless as a parent. She has grown adults. Her kids are 28 and 25, and that she thought by teaching them what she learned, that if you work hard to get a good job, you're going to get the things in life you need. But it's not that way anymore. She said that she's seeing her kids struggle to find their footing as adults. You know, everything having to do with COVID and then trying to save money for her house or whatever else. She said, as an example, She told her son that you have to work hard, go to college, or join the military. He went to college, got his degree, got a full-time job, and he had to move right back in with her when he graduated from college to be able to save enough money to maybe move out or get a house. She said it was supposed to be about two months. It's been 10 months. He saved almost every dime and still can't afford to live because one-bedroom studio apartments are $2,000 a month. And that's not that far off from what I'm seeing around
1: here. Yeah, so let's talk about this because this— speaks to what I, where I was headed about, you know, one generation thinking that it's the same for the next generation and that if they're not able to do what their parents did, they're somehow failing. And, you know, you've known me long enough, Jess, and so are our listeners to know. I'm not much of a, a victim flag waiver, right? I don't say, oh, poor you. It's all somebody else's fault. Mm-hmm. But hey, I'm going to say the game has changed. Yeah. Have to do to survive today and get to the same place that the generation before got to is different. I won't say that it's more or it's harder, but it might be. Mm-hmm. But it's different. You have to get a different set of skills. Now, if you ask your parents, their grandparents had the same problem. Every generation, as we advance, is finding that they're in a different kind of uh, machine, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Lenders get smarter. Um, business people get more aggressive. Uh, The world economy changes things. The world gets smaller. Everything is more competitive. And it's no longer a society where, at least not for most of us, you know, you buy a little house, you pay for it in cash while you lived in your parents' basement and saved up five grand, and then you grow your own food and you homeschool your kids. You know, we don't live like that anymore, Mm -hmm. most of us. Now, some people, that's a a trend, right? People want to go off the grid, but mostly, most of us, you know, grow up either go to college or into a trade or do something where we end up in the workforce and Mm -hmm. where we are likely not paid as much commensurately as we might have been for that same position in retrospect, you know, in relation to your house mortgage and your other living expenses Mm -hmm. or this mom who had this, I will say my heart goes out to her because she did everything she thought was right raising these kids. Right. And they don't have a fair shot in her eyes. Mm -hmm. The question is what do you do about that at that stage? Now, maybe they can't get an apartment on their own, but maybe they can get a roommate or two roommates and make it work. You know, maybe they get a job if it's possible where living quarters are part of the job. Like some of the schools will allow you to live on, on campus as part of your pay, et cetera. So there might be something creative that could be done. And I'm sure, you know, I don't know this mother and it sounds like she's done pretty much everything any mom would try to do for their kids. What I'm saying is that the younger generation has different challenges and they have to, especially early, 25, 28, you know, that's right in the range we're talking about, 27 years and older. That's just a different game. So some of the things that could change, let's talk about that rent, for instance. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, they're paying $3,500 for a one-bedroom apartment. Now, that may not be everywhere, but it's in their backyard. Mm -hmm. So one thing you could do is you could consider living somewhere else. I mean, this is a simple thing, Jess. I almost hate to say it, but... You know, we have the Internet. I, I task eight graders with this, and they figure it out. Go out and figure out, you know, how much it's going to cost you to live in the state. Let me give you an idea. Here's a couple of websites you can go to. So he might say, gee, I just can't afford to live here. Right. But as long as he's able to live with his mom and save every penny he's got, I hate to say it, you know, he might keep doing that. Right. And part of
0: her TikTok goes on to say that her daughter as well works six days a week, 12 hours a day to save up enough money for her own house. She said she finally got her house, but she's paying double what the mom was for her mortgage with the yeah. loan being the same amount. It does seem like everything is just more and, and harder.
1: Mm. She's doing that all on her own without a partner. She's really struggling. Yeah. So, and, and that's one of the other things is people tend to pair up in ways that they maybe didn't before, and it takes both incomes to be able to get a mortgage, to be able to get approved for a mortgage, right? Now, what's causing this besides just the fact that we maybe don't get paid as well as we used to and the housing prices have climbed, mm-hmm. okay? We can point to inflation. Inflation is the living cost I'm talking about where everything keeps going through the roof. But, again, with the tough love here, I'm going to say what about credit card debt? Yeah. The average today has way more credit card debt than they used to. Now, in their defense, that might be a symptom of what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. How are you going to pay for things if you don't get paid enough money? And if you have high cost of living, maybe you have a family and you've got lenders offering to give you money at 42, 48, 50 percent debt to income ratio. Right. Right. So, again, we're fighting a machine here. What about automobile payments? A high automobile payment used to be three hundred dollars. I'm happy today if I see somebody with a $300 automobile payment. Yes. All right. I need to talk about what you can do about this. Because, I was just going to say, do we have any solutions? Because this is just even uh, dismal. No, it does seem dismal. But, you know, I'm not here to to talk about fluff. I mean, these are real problems people have, and mm-hmm. I need to give you real solutions. So here's a couple of things you can do. First of all, you could consider working remotely if you're able to. Now, that's one thing COVID gave us. <laughs> that's the only good thing COVID gave us probably. <laughs> right. You might be able to earn the salary that you make in California, but live in, I don't know, pick up state, Iowa, okay? Mm-hmm. And you might be able to make it work like that. Now, that might not be your first choice, but if you can earn high money and pay lower mortgage, you might make that gap that makes your lifestyle much better, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So you could go on the web again and look for areas where housing might be reasonable, maybe even in another country. That's how people pay for college sometimes. They do it in Germany or, you know, where it's really inexpensive for them to go to college. Mm-hmm. Now, I hate to beat a dead horse here, but this show, I can't help but say the way to level this playing field is to use Hug Your Money. And get rid of yeah. debt. Well, not just get rid of debt, but take that mortgage that you're paying, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you're going into a home. You finally get into a home and the items we're talking about happen, Right uh, inflation continues, your income doesn't go up at a, the same rate mm-hmm. and you end up on credit card debt. You have to buy a car or two, right? Yeah. It's going to push you into some credit card debt eventually. Right. So now you mortgage a couple of car payments and maybe some small credit card debt, maybe some big credit card debt. It isn't that I just want you to pay off the credit card debt because that's like spinning your wheels. How foolish is that? Well, work harder, pay off your credit card debt. You have to break the cycle. You have to figure out why you were pushed into credit card debt, why you're in car payments that are so high, and how to make it more palatable and what to do about it for the long haul going forward. And that's the game changer that Hug Your Money offers because to go through it as succinctly as I can, if if you put your numbers into our website, right, without even talking to a person, you go through and you fill out the little form, you click submit, you're going to get that illustration immediately that shows you what your current numbers are compared and contrasted with what it would be with Hug Your Money. Mm -hmm. And you see immediately, hey, Jess, you'll be out of debt, not in 30 years, but in eight years. Yeah, I I think
0: when I went through it, it was originally like 16, and it got chopped down to like eight and a half.
1: There you go. Okay. And that's typical for most of our people is half the time or less. Our average timeline is 8.3 years for a client. Mm -hmm. And that includes mortgages. So now, yes, it might be really hard for you right now, and you could benefit from having the skills we're talking about, which are how to beat the machine, right, how to beat the game, mm-hmm. beat the left of their own game, and keep your credit strong because you're going to need it. You really will. And most debt plans will harm your credit, or they will only help you with credit card debt. So if we can, I wish everybody had this. I really do. We're working on that, Jeff. Mm-hmm. But if you could have a method where it's easy to follow, you're able to put all your debt, Any debt, if you owe your parents money, if you owe a 401k loan, if you owe the IRS, your mortgage, your car payments, you put it all in here. And a system is put right in front of you, a methodology. Here's what you do. Very simple. Mm -hmm. You pay these debts in this order. And when we have extra money or when one debt is paid off, we're going to do it the right way for the next debt. Now, this is not a snowballing method, which is very simple. You know, we pay off one debt, pay off the next. This is complex. We have budget retirement planning and debt all tied together and so what happens is you start off working maybe you start off working with your debt and you see wow i could pay my mortgage off in 12 years instead of 30 this feels good to me i am making the same payments now that bears repeating making the same payments you're making if you're saying to yourself out there it's too good to be true i dare you Put your information in the website, schedule a free consult, and you'll see exactly why it works. It's logical why it works. It's been working for 15 years for our clients, right? Yeah. So, and it's patented at this point. So this is what I think could be, and I see it as a real game changer. I mean, I see clients all the time that are, in, that are millennials, right, that are in that age group. And when you can change it so that, okay, now they have a budget that works. Yes, we've worked their payments into an affordable range. So they get some breathing room, and they're not constantly spooning out the ocean with a teaspoon. right? Mm -hmm. So step one is just stop the bleeding, right, and stabilize everything, step one. But in a month or two, now we're on to the budget. Okay, the budget isn't, hey, I'm going to tell you what you can and can't buy. The budget is about gaining a sense of control and seeing where those other dollars are going. It isn't all going to debt. Some of it's going to groceries. Some of it's going to insurance. Some of it's going to, let's face it, haphazard spending, right? Mm -hmm. But when you see it, you're able to make the choices.
0: And you might be able to see a little bit more an area where you'd be able to save for a down payment where right now it feels like you can't save anything towards it.
1: That's exactly right. Because with those first two things now, and even with these modules are all set to work independently. But with those first two things, our goal is to identify and create a surplus every month that can go to savings mm. for a variety of things, whatever you want to be saving for, whether it's buying a house, whether it's retirement, whether it's you know taking a vacation, pocket money, college, whatever it is. You can't save while you're digging a hole into debt. You just can't do it. And if you are doing it, it will come back to bite you. So this is a long way around to get to my point. You know, there are some game changer things you can do. We're not the only game in town, but I will say... I think if you're worried about your kids or you're, you're young and you're trying to get into a house or you're wondering how you ever get your mortgage paid off or stabilize your situation, you really owe it to yourself to take, you know, 10 minutes, look at the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't get counted. You don't get spammed. You just put your stuff in. No account numbers. We don't ask for social security numbers. This is about big block thinking. And you put your stuff in. You click Submit. Bam, you'll see the results.
0: All right, well, let's get your phone number because I do think that this is an area that your program is perfect for.
1: Thanks, it's 413-773-3333. You can also visit
0: hugyourmoney.com. We'll be back next Saturday with another edition of Financial Fitness with the money doctor, Dr. Francis Ram.
1: Thank you, Jeff.